You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. Full reaction to the SEC teams in the NCAA Baseball Tournament. We'll tell you who got the easiest path to Omaha and who has the toughest. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked On SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. Moving the show this month down to three days a week, so we'll be with you typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but we didn't do a show yesterday with Memorial Day and obviously with the uh, tournament bracket being released at 11 a.m. Central yesterday. We just thought we would wait till all that was out so you get a special Tuesday edition this week, but we will go down to just three days a week for the next several weeks, and of course we'll ramp it back up in the coming weeks uh, as college football season gets closer as well as sec media days and all of that and a reminder to catch all the great other sec podcasts we have for you on the locked on podcast network we tell you all the time locked on razorbacks locked on lsu locked on auburn tons of great uh, other podcasts along the locked on podcast network of all your favorite sec teams all right i am chris gordy we're here to get you set with the sec three of the top four national seeds are from the SEC, number one, Arkansas, number three, Tennessee, and number four, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. They get in as the seventh overall seed. The SEC, four of the top eight seeds, six of the top 16 number one seeds, and seven of the 16 hosts. LSU, Alabama, and Georgia, they all finish five games below 500 in SEC play. But all that strength in the conference helps any metrics based on win percentage, as the RPI does. LSU's RPI was 28, Bama's was 32, LSU and Bama both get in, Georgia unfortunately they get left out, but nine SEC teams in the most of any conference. So let's jump into it, let's go around the conference and take a look at the regionals. Boots out to the right, makes the handoff, around the conference. Alright, first off we start with top-seeded Arkansas, they did not get a very favorable regional. Nebraska is in as the two in the regional with Northeastern, the three, and New Jersey Tech as the four. You can have some fun with New Jersey Tech. But uh, the Huskers, they are one of the hottest teams in the country, and the hope was they would not have to travel to play the top seed in the country, as many of the projections had been saying for weeks. But alas, they are. And there's a draw there, obviously. Dave Van Horn, formerly coaching at Nebraska, But it's a tough draw for the Razorbacks, who won all 10 of their SEC series. They won their first SEC tournament championship on Sunday over Tennessee, and they earned the top overall seed for the first time in program history. We know they are going to pack the house in Fayetteville. We know the fans are not going to disappoint, but the Razorbacks will have their work cut out for them if they end up having to face Nebraska a couple of times this weekend. But uh, not the best of draws for Dave Van Horn's crew, but... Arkansas is one of the is one of if not the most complete teams uh, in the country, and so they should take care of their business this weekend. Next up, the three seed Tennessee Vols in the Knoxville Regional. The Vols get number two Duke, number three Liberty, and number four Wright State. Kind of like Nebraska for Arkansas, the Vols get a red hot Duke team that just won the ACC championship over the weekend. That was their first in 60 years. Duke is riding a 12-game winning streak. It will not be easy for Tennessee. But for UT fans, they will need to bring into Knoxville as they have not advanced to a Super Regional since 2005, of course, when they advanced to Omaha. 
But for Duke, offensively, keep an eye out for R.J. Shrek. He leads the team with 15 home runs, leads the team with 47 RBIs. He's bat over 330 on the year. Very dangerous hitter you'll want to keep an eye on. Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball said he feels like the Vols really got hosed with this field. He said Wright State has a very high RPI. It's a really solid team. And he said Duke is the hottest team in the ACC outside of Virginia. And said it makes little sense in his opinion, but expect Tony Vitello to use this as motivation with his guys and get them up and ready to play. And you know uh, that city is going to be rocking this weekend in Knoxville with their team uh, hosting a regional again. And a lot of excitement just reinvigorated back into that Tennessee Vol baseball program where it had been absent for some time. Number four overall seed, the Vanderbilt Commodores. They will host the Nashville Regional with two uh, Georgia Tech, three Indiana State, and four Presbyterian. And obviously, look, there's a lot of appeal there with Tim Corbin formerly coaching at Presbyterian. I even read an article that said Presbyterian's ace, his grandparents, are diehard Vandy fans. So they'll be a little bit torn this weekend. But Tim Corbin said he expects to stick with his regular season rotation in this regional which means Kumar Rocker will pitch Friday night against Presbyterian, and then Jack Leiter will go on Saturday versus either Georgia Tech or Indiana State, whoever wins that game. Overall, with the bats and the arms that Vanderbilt has, I think they should be able to handle this regional rather easily and advance to hosting a Super Regional next week. Keep in mind, Vanderbilt will be going for its third national championship since 2014 after winning the title two years ago. There was no tournament last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, you know, somehow, someway, Vandy's able to win it. We can call them back-to-back champs. They're the last team to win a championship in uh, college baseball. So those are uh, three of the top four overall seeds, all from the SEC, and rightfully so. We talked about RPI, and the selection committee talked about it, too. They said they used RPI, uh, strength of schedule, all that as part of their consideration, and with the SEC being so loaded with so many good teams, you can see why they got the respect of the selection committee with nine SEC teams in the most of any conference. And I think three, uh, you know, these three of the top four teams in the country with Vandy, Tennessee, and uh, Arkansas are three of the most dangerous teams out there. And wouldn't surprise me if any of all three of these teams uh, make a really deep run, get to Omaha and make a lot of noise. All right, when we return, we'll continue to run through the next slate of teams, including Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Florida, and much more. Stay with us. RockAuto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. I know a lot of you are starting to plan out your summer road trips. Many of you maybe already have been starting taking those road trips. You want to make sure your car has everything it needs from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. They have got it all for you at rockauto.com. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique, very easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the pros or do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and make sure you're right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. 
Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your sports action. We've got the NBA playoffs in the thick of it. We've got MLB season rolling on. We've got uh, tons of stuff you can bet on, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting news over at betonline.ag. Before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all their great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest info. They have it all for you there. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as uh, tons of sports action is happening. And if you head to their website right now, you can even do so on your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use that. When you sign up at BetOnline, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We even told you they got some future bets. If you want to get in, think Alabama's going to win the national championship or the SEC, you can get in on that for college football in the fall. They have it all for you right there at Bet Online. Bet Online, they are your online sportsbook experts. Continuing on here on Locked On SEC, talking a lot about uh, SEC baseball as the regionals were just announced yesterday with Selection Monday on Memorial Day. Hopefully you guys all had a a good Memorial Day weekend and uh, took care of everything you needed to take care of and ready to get into the summer months as college football will be here before we know it. But first, hoping to have a long run for all the SEC teams in the uh, regional play and Super Regional play, and uh, let's get back into it, previewing all the regionals that were set yesterday. We now get to number seven overall seed, Mississippi State, the Bulldogs. They will host the Starkville Regional this weekend. And a lot of people think the Bulldogs really lucked out with their draw that they got. They get two VCU, three Campbell, and four Samford. A lot of people jump to the fact that John Cohen was part of this year's selection committee. Some calling it a cakewalk for the Bulldogs. Only thing I'll say with that is be careful with these teams that a lot of us may not be as familiar with. When you talk about VCU, they just won the A-10 championship. Got a really good hitter for them, Tyler Locklear, batting 344 on the year with 16 home runs. And then their pitcher, Tyler Davis, he comes in with a 9-1 record on the year. Just some of the features of some of the teams that you think, ah, VCU, we'll breeze past them. You may want to pump the brakes. But Bulldog hitter Tanner Allen said yesterday, we just want an opportunity to go on the journey to Omaha, and that's what we got. The journey to Omaha goes through Starkville, and we are excited to host. Uh, Head coach Chris Limonis said, our our kids deserve this. They have had a great year. They went on the road. They played some great teams, played a great non-conference schedule, played a great SEC schedule, and they are ready to play in front of their own fans. So, Going to be packed this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun to see uh, Mississippi State and what they can do with pretty favorable draw in the regional. And uh, one other note, if the Bulldogs can get past this weekend, they are matched up with the Notre Dame bracket for the Super Regional. So a little peek ahead could be really exciting for them. But uh, Mississippi State, very talented, been a little bit inconsistent in recent weeks. But, man, if they can put it all together in the postseason, they're just as dangerous as anyone. Down the road, the 12th overall seed, Ole Miss Rebels in Oxford. They may have gotten the toughest regional of anyone. The Rebels, they will first play Southeast Missouri, who is the four. Then they get the two Southern Miss and the three Florida State. 
Even Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball commented saying this is a loaded regional. He said he thought Florida State should have been a two seed in his eyes, but they're a three. He also said Southern Miss has got the pitching staff to really do some damage this weekend. Keep in mind, another note, Southeast Missouri's ace. He is one of the best non-Power 5 starters in baseball this year. Dylan Dodd is his name. He went 9-1 this year with a 2.78 ERA. You assume he'll face Ole Miss in the first game of their, of their regional this weekend. Meanwhile, Southern Miss, really good team. They had a 22 RPI. They were playing really good baseball down the stretch before they lost to the top 16 seed Louisiana Tech twice in the Conference USA Tournament. But both losses by just one run. So they were in both of those games with Louisiana Tech. Walker Powell leads the way for Southern Miss. He went 9-2 this year with a 2.53 ERA, while Hunter Stanley went 6-3 with a 2.42 ERA. Both of those guys really good on the mound. And uh, Ole Miss, look, they've got the weapons to win this regional, but, man, if their bats get quiet at all, if they're not hitting, it is going to be really tough to see the Rebels get out of this regional. But being at home is going to help. That stadium's going to be rocking, but it's just some really, really dangerous teams in this regional. Ole Miss is going to have their work cut out for them, but uh, let's see what they can do. They can get out of this. The uh, Columbia Regional, very interesting one over in South Carolina as Old Dominion is the one seed here, the number 11 overall seed in the tournament, but they will be the home team on South Carolina's field. The Gamecocks come in as the two seed in the regional with Virginia in as the three and Jacksonville as the four. Obviously a lot of debate here as Old Dominion earned a one seed and the right to host, but instead they will go to Founders Park where you can expect a lot of South Carolina fans there. Coach Mark Kingston said uh, yesterday, really looking forward to a packed Founders Park. I want to continue to invite all the great Gamecock fans to come out and support this team and make this a really great home field advantage and environment for all of us. Notice he said, make it a home field advantage, not for Old Dominion, but for South Carolina. Because of the COVID pandemic, only 20 potential hosting sites were approved by the NCAA, including Founders Park. The Monarchs did not bid to host, and they were not among those 20 approved hosting schools. But they played their way into a hosting resume by winning the first ever their first ever Conference USA title and soaring up to number seven in the RPI. On the flip side, after struggling down the stretch, the Gamecocks slipped out of the hosting picture, but they reap a massive benefit in being able to play in their own home ballpark as the number two seed. The Gamecocks will take on Virginia at noon on Friday. But uh, talk about luck, and you just talk about feel a little bit bad for Old Dominion. Just a tough situation for them where, hey, congrats on having the number seven RPI. Congrats on winning their fir- your first ever Conference USA title. Oh, by the way, you're going to go play in front of South Carolina in their home ballpark in front of all their fans. Tough one. And the 15th seed overall Florida Gators, they will host the Gainesville Regional. They will be joined by number two, Miami, number three, South Alabama, and number four, South Florida. All those pretty tough teams, so we will see what the Florida Gators can do. We talk about being inconsistent. The Gators have been inconsistent this year. At times, they look really good and like national championship contenders like they've been in recent years and then at times they just look flat disinterested the bats go cold and they've lost games but if florida can advance man they get a really intriguing super regional matchup against texas if things happen to fall that way so we'll see what uh, coach kevin o'sullivan can do with his squad this weekend in the gainesville regional 
All right, when we come back, we'll talk about the uh, two other SEC teams to get in in Alabama and LSU, and also some news on LSU was made on Friday as their head coach, Paul Maneri, stepping down, retiring. We'll touch on that next. Need to remind you guys about Built Bar. What is your favorite Built Bar flavor? Everyone has a favorite one. You got nine delicious flavors, and when you talk to somebody who's a fan of Built Bar, they are definitely passionate about the ones that they like most. I tell you guys all the time, mint brownie, one of my personal favorites, but you can't go wrong with the cherry, the raspberry, the double chocolate. They all taste amazing, and there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, I tell you guys all the time, get a mixed box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. You can try them all and see which one you prefer, and then you can go ahead and order that one all the times moving forward. But not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they are healthy as well. Many of their flavors are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs. You can't go wrong. Order today. Get that raspberry, that mint brownie, whatever it is you like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off over at BuiltBar.com. Try them today. Going along here, Locked On SEC. I want to remind you guys, you can find us uh, wherever you find your podcasts. And a real easy way to find us, just go to LockedOnSEC.com. If you're sitting at your computer at work and you just want to stream the latest show or you missed a show in recent weeks, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to last week. We did a two-parter with our buddy Chris Marler, host of the College Football Uncensored podcast. We basically went over the over-under win totals for every team in the SEC and college football this fall as our buddies over at Bet Online just released the over-under win total. So we ran through all 14 SEC teams with Chris Marler, did it into a uh, two-part podcast. So if you missed that, go check it out uh, over at LockedOnSEC.com and really, really good stuff. If you're taking some summer road trips the next couple weeks, great listen as uh, not much will change as far as uh, you know starting quarterbacks and things like that with uh, – some of the college football teams across the SEC in the next couple weeks, but really, really good stuff with him. All right, let's continue on breaking down the regionals announced yesterday and a couple more SEC teams making it in. Alabama was able to sneak in as the number three team in the Ruston Regional. They will take on the number two, NC State, and paired along with the number one seed, Louisiana Tech, and number four, Ryder. Louisiana Tech is the 16th overall seed, meaning they're the last team in as a regional site. We know the committee respected Alabama's high RPI, and obviously they were able to make some noise over in Hoover this past week. So congrats to the Crimson Tide. They get a chance, and not too far, a couple states over to drive over to Ruston. But I'm sure a road trip that a lot of Alabama fans will be making as uh, the Tide are in the tournament. And that's all you can ask is to have your ticket punched and Alabama's in. Let's go see what they can do, beat up on NC State and Louisiana Tech. But I saw Louisiana Tech a couple times this year. They are a very dangerous team. So uh, some work to be done there, but uh, not out of the realm of possibility that Alabama could go in there and make some noise. And another team gets in, LSU makes it in. They will be the three uh, seed in the Eugene, Oregon Regional. They will take on two seed Gonzaga, and one seed Oregon is in there with four seed Central Connecticut. Head coach Paul Maneri will make a regional in his final season as head coach. 
But that is a tough first-round matchup against Gonzaga in the first round now. Gonzaga head coach Mark uh, Maktoff did say yesterday that pitcher Gabriel Hughes suffered a setback, will not be able to return for postseason play. The Zags are really hoping to have uh, him back as their Saturday starter, but uh, loss for them, and maybe that means good news for LSU as Gonzaga loses one of its best arms this weekend, but uh, will not be easy. Oregon is a very good team. Gonzaga is a very good team, but we know LSU, they're very talented. They've just been inconsistent and and they go to Hoover and lose in one game against Georgia where they're not able to score any runs, but Landon Marceau was spectacular on the mound. As long as Marceau is on, he's going to give LSU a chance, but they need some of those young bats to really respond. Some of their freshmen like uh, Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz, if they can respond here, they could send Paul Maneri out uh, in good fashion. The committee did list the last four in, and Alabama was part of that group, but LSU was not, which was surprising. And you have to think part of that was LSU's RPIs. The committee kept saying they valued high RPI. LSU had a high RPI, so did Alabama, and both those teams were in. But among their first four out group, Georgia was in that four. So the Georgia Bulldogs just miss out, and their season comes to a close. But it was crazy. About a week ago, we were talking about maybe only one of those three gets in, and two of the three get in. So kudos to the SEC. Uh, means they respect the conference just a little bit. So there you have it. That's your uh, regional uh, brackets as they are set. Going to be a lot of fun to watch this weekend. Hopefully you are uh, going to be parked at a uh, bench at a bar this weekend or just on your couch at home watching all the action. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, if you live in any of these cities, you'll be out there at the ballpark cheering your head off for your favorite team. I do want to mention, we didn't get a chance to mention it on a Friday, but LSU baseball coach Paul Maneri led the Tigers to the 2009 National Championship, and he is number one among active D1 coaches in career victories. He announced Friday he will retire at the conclusion of this season. Maneri, whose collegiate career spans 39 seasons, including the last 15 at LSU, he will coach the Tigers in the tournament, but he said, quote, I've been the luckiest guy in the world to have lived out a childhood dream of becoming a college baseball coach. So now we have Texas A&M with Rob Childress out and LSU with Paul Maneri out. Two big-time programs that are going to be searching for their next head coach. And you got a feeling with uh, the new athletic director at LSU, Scott Woodward, he just went and nabbed one of the best college women's coaches in Kim Mulkey. They're going to go big game hunting. They're going to go after some of the biggest names out there. And it's already been rumored. They might uh, might be going after Florida head coach Kevin O'Sullivan. Why would Kevin O'Sullivan leave a great position at Florida for a school like LSU? Well, money is part of it, always is, but respect. There's some rumors out there that when uh, O'Sullivan won the national championship a couple years ago that he wasn't as respected, uh, the fan base wasn't as grateful about it as maybe some other places would be. You never know. Money talks. May just be looking for a bigger pay r- payday at Florida, but uh, be interesting to see if Kevin O'Sullivan considers leaving Florida for LSU. As we know LSU is a big-time baseball program historically, but, uh, of course, some would feel like it would be a lateral move. And just uh, one more mention before we get out of here, the Arkansas Razorbacks did roll through Tennessee in the SEC tournament final on Sunday, winning the program's first SEC championship on their fifth try. 
Jackson Wiggins got the start. He was just what Arkansas needed, going three and two-thirds innings, giving up just one run, striking out five. And Jalen Battles, he made the play of the tournament in the bottom of the fourth, diving to his right, rolling over to throw to second for the final out of that inning in the top of the fifth. Battles kept it going, singling with two runners on to tie the game. And uh, he ended up being named the SEC Baseball Tournament MVP. Jalen Battle, 7 of 13 with a home run, five RBIs, and some really good web gems in the field. So congrats to the Arkansas Razorbacks winning 7-2 on Sunday over Tennessee. And uh, well-deserved. Arkansas is a really, really good team. And, man, for six years, no player has ever won a monthly award from the National College Baseball Writers Association in uh, consecutive months. And Kevin Copps did it. Kevin Copps is the most fun, awesome weapon to watch in college baseball. And it's going to be a lot of fun to see. I keep saying, if you know Arkansas, all you got to do is get a lead. Get a lead late. Kevin Copps can come in and pitch the 7th, 8th, ninth inning and close it out for you. He is a phenomenal weapon to have. And uh, that's why Arkansas is such a dangerous team and as the number one seed. So there you have it. That is uh, today's Locked On SEC. It's going to do it for me, Chris Gordy. I'll talk to you guys again. Actually, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll uh, be going Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday this week, talking all things SEC. And we'll switch gears. We'll get into some more football talk as well, looking ahead to next college football season. We'll go around the conference, give you some recruiting tidbits. We've got some more commitments and visits this week. we got college, uh, high school kids on campus at colleges. It's been a while. A lot of SEC teams very active this week hosting recruits. We'll get into all that throughout the week. Keep it locked right here, locked on SEC. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.